Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for December 12, 2006. I'm your host, Pete Warner, and with us this week, as always, are Bob Varley, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. This week, we're going to tell you what's in the news, and we'll also talk about the recent outbreak of Norwalk virus on some cruise ships, and we'll tell you what you can do to keep yourself healthy on your next cruise. Kevin Close has some new rumors to tell us about, and we'll discuss some discounts that will help you plan a last-minute trip for Christmas if you feel like coming to Orlando. That's what's in this week's edition of the Roundtable, and we'll go ahead and get started with the news, the number three story this week from the Diz. The house where Walt Disney was born is up for sale on eBay. According to KWOC-TV in Chicago, the house at 2156 North Trip Avenue on the northwest side of Chicago is currently listed on eBay for $250,000. does not have any bids yet, but the auction is set to run through January 6th. So according to the eBay listing, the house was built by Walt's father, Elias, and it's the residence where Walt Disney was born on December 5th, 1901. Hmm. So I have a feeling I'd be, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch that. We'll we'll keep a we'll keep you posted on that on that auction. We'll also put a link to it in the show notes so you can check it out. But I'm very very interested to see if some really 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 intense Disney fan buys that for like a hefty sum. Yeah. Now I don't know if you know the whole story here. She's had this house up for sale before, and she can't sell it. It's um, quite small, from what I understand, and it's also not in the best neighborhood. And part of the problem is, is that there's no connection to Walt Disney. It's, I mean, other than the fact that, that it's his, his father, birthplace, right? But there's nothing in it or around it or right. that indicates that it's his house. So it's, it's kind of like you're just buying a house. Yeah, yeah. and he only right. lived there for like four years of his life. Exactly. The first four. Yeah. So right. He didn't like scratch no, his name. Exactly. Into that. Like there's not a height yeah. chart on the wall. Here's how somewhere. tall he was. <laughs> <laughs> so we get Walt to go back. And scratch his name in there. But this lady was smart. She'd like scratch a Mickey Mouse or something (laughs) into the floor. Exactly. (laughs) Come on, lady. I give you five bucks. We're giving someone tips on how to defraud the public. Yes. (laughs) Welcome to the round table. Um, All right. The number two story. According to the Associated Press, the federal board that oversees labor issues between unions and companies says that Walt Disney World violated labor laws last year when it displaced 185 hotel custodial workers. A Disney spokeswoman said the company had fully complied with their negotiated collected collective bargaining agreement and had not committed any violations. The complaint alleges that Disney changed working conditions without proper notice and failed to bargain with the union. And according to the union, Disney would not bargain over what would happen to these workers after they were displaced. The complaint is a result of a year-long investigation and is scheduled to be heard on February 5th. Well, they're they're having trouble with the union right now with uh, the bellman, the um, the bellman. They want to uh, move out of that uh, position at the at the at the hotels and bring in an outside company. Yeah. Uh, that was one of the fights that the, that their union was having with them. So I wonder how this impacts that. But we were talking about that a, a few weeks ago. So a lot of lawyers, a lot of time spent in the courts with it. Well, you know, I'm I'm frankly I'm glad to see the union finally showing some yeah. spine. Uh, this union, the, Step the, up and I think there are like seven unions that represent the workers at Disney, am I correct? Like seven or eight different unions. So, And uh, the weird thing about the unions, I'm not going to pretend to know the details, but the weird thing is that it's like the electrical contractors union is what overruns the housekeeping staff. Like they're all part of this 
other unions. It's the so I don't know. Beauty of collective bargaining. Yeah, that's exactly right. The more people you have in the union, the more exactly. power you have. Exactly. Yeah. Well, good luck. I don't have anything to wit- anything witty to add about unions. <laughs> I just don't. No, no. It's, it's going to go into the courts, and they'll decide it, and then no, we'll talk me. about it. Unions are near and dear to my heart. I come from a long line of teamsters. You'd never yeah. know it to look at me, but um, a lot of teamsters in my family. So. All right, the number one story, a San Diego mother who describes herself as a Christian mother with values says that the Shimmering Lights Ariel doll she purchased for her daughter said something it wasn't supposed to say. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. The doll has pre-recorded sayings to include, you're a wonderful friend and sparkles are so beautiful. But according to Stephanie Herrera of San Diego, if you press the button on the back of the doll three times in rapid succession, the doll will tell you that you're a slut. Oh. <laughs> Close your ears. This is like, like the Da Vinci Code. I'm telling you. <laughs> Twist its head and cones now, pop out. Now, now, uh, actually, now Mattel, the company that makes the doll, says there is absolutely no possible way that the doll could be saying that, that it, <laughs> it, it's... Uh, uh, speculating the doll may have been uh, tampered with. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I would have known you were to talk about this. We would have got one of them dolls and, in here. You know, I thought about that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but Mattel says Mattel says it cannot recreate the uh, it cannot recreate the conditions under which uh, uh, this woman says this happened. So, yeah. but it's <laughs> it's being. <laughs> but, close, close your ears, Joe. And the article, you know, it's and the article has to go on to mention like all the stories about uh, hidden, hidden sexual, hidden thing, sexual yeah. innuendo in various Disney animated films. I like the fact that she's a Christian woman with values. Yeah, they they they, they made a point of that in the in, in the article, which is why I mentioned it. <laughs> Maybe that's why they couldn't reproduce it. They couldn't find a Christian woman with values at Mattel. <laughs> so push the button three times. What kind of values did she have? Apparently, you know. I don't know. I don't know. All right, that's going to do it for the news this week, folks. Um, I don't want to spend too much time talking about this, but I do want to uh, spend uh, a little discussion on the recent outbreak of Norwalk virus that apparently has hit a few cruise lines, namely, I believe it's Freedom of the Seas now, two sailings. Uh, they've had an outbreak, uh, Royal Caribbean's Freedom of the Seas, its largest cruise ship in the world, and... Uh, I just thought we should discuss it a little bit because if people, I know there are a lot of people are cruising this month, that there are some things you can do to protect yourself and make it a little less likely that you're either going to get it or transmit it. And no matter where you go, no matter what you read, the first suggestion is always wash your hands constantly, which if you're on a Disney cruise ship really isn't much of a problem because they won't let you walk into a restaurant without washing your hands in front of them. They want to watch you wash your hands. Um, and they are very polite but very firm about <laughs> about that, which I thought was great. I, I always, I mean, when we were on the ship uh, back in September, I, I was one of the things I mentioned coming back that I was the, the detail with which they go to keep the ship. Oh, it's amazing! Clean and prevent the outbreak of Norwalk to the best of their ability. They're constantly um, ch- cleaning. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, well, they don't wait for an outbreak to do it. Right. That's what I like. I mean, everybody. Yeah. I'm hearing on the news that you know everybody's praising Royal Caribbean for cleaning the ship top to bottom. But you know, and, and I'm not. I, I really can't speak to Royal Caribbean's. You know what their what their procedures are. I just know what I've seen on Disney ships. Those ships are inspected by the CDC every sailing. I think what's amazing, and that's is- optional, by the way. Disney does not have to do that. Um, but that, but Disney has a CDC rep on both of those ships full time. What's amazing is the newsworthiness of this. I just read an article in the paper that said uh, there's a school somewhere in the Midwest that has 70% of its population out for two weeks at a time because of the Norwalk virus. Right. However, 
they're not on the evening news talking about that. It's much more dramatic when it's a cruise ship. We had a discussion about this this past weekend with some folks, and I said, I think the issue is that it's popular now to vilify the cruise industry. You know, whether it's a missing guest, whether it's uh, uh, problems on board, whether it's the Norwich virus, the cruise industry has become a popular target. So when you hear these Norwalk virus outbreaks, all of a sudden but it's all over the news. Honestly, with the exception of the last major outbreak that Disney had, I think about four years ago, of Norwalk, you, Disney doesn't seem to be targeted too much. Disney Cruise Line doesn't seem to be targeted as much as, let's say, Royal Caribbean or Princess or some of the other companies have been targeted for things that have happened on their ship. So, I, Well, they take, they take steps to, to uh, take it away. I mean, when you go into the buffet lines, they have people serving rather than everybody touching the same utensils. And that's not exclusive to Disney Cruise right. Line. We've been on Royal Caribbean ships, and they have the, dis- the the disinfecting wipe dispenser as you go in. They have people at the buffets handing you the food. Oh, yeah. I think that they do the best they can. I think that, you know, this is something, unfortunately, it, it's a virus. You're talking about a virus that goes right. after, uh, that is very uh, virulent. That it happens to spread quickly and passes from person to person. And usually, and, and the way it gets onto a cruise ship is not because it's already on the exactly, cruise ship. Right. A passenger brings it on. Right. right. Yeah, and I won't go into it. I won't go into the specifics of how it's transmitted because that's a little disgusting. But suffice it to say, this is an intestinal virus that right. will be with you anywhere from two to four days. And there's nothing you can take for it. You can't take an antibiotic. Right. Uh, you have to just kind of wait it out. And and what they will do, I know they do it on Disney. I believe they do it on other ships. If you're showing signs of it, you're quarantined to your stateroom or you're quarantined to the infirmary. They don't want you passing it around to other passengers because it does transmit so easily from person to person. But I was just reading about what quarantining is. They photocopy the restaurant menus for you that day, and you can do it a room service from any of the menus. They'll bring you a VCR to put in your room, and they'll bring you any movies you want that are available on the ship. Well, that's, nice. that's John's yeah, idea of a vacation. Hope you have a, <laughs> hope you have a nice room. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's, that's what I do on a regular cruise. <laughs> but I can imagine, you know, I, I haven't heard one person. I haven't heard one person that, or at least on our discussion boards, that has ever been quarantined that has said it wasn't it was a pleasant experience. Well, you're also sick you as a dog, and, and, right. and you don't want to be locked in your stateroom. I mean, because right. in some cases they were they were too uh, they were too quick to pull the trigger, and just because someone didn't go to dinner a couple of nights, this has happened to me. Where uh, when I, I wasn't feeling well a couple of nights and I didn't go to dinner, or I you know just decided to go have dinner in my stateroom, um, and you know the questions start getting asked. Yeah, well, exactly, what's wrong with them? And, and they're very they concerned. Bored. Before Pete knows that he's locked into a stateroom with right. a sign on the door, they're boarding up the door. <laughs> so you know it's it's and, and but I you know what I appreciate them being that I appreciate them being that that, that diligent. But the, um, the now there is a li- actually on the uh, Center for Disease Control's website, uh, cdc.gov, and we'll put a link in the show notes. You can actually take a look at um, all the statistics and all the reports for all the cruise ships uh, that dock in the United States, and uh, what the CDC found when they did their inspections. And honestly, most of these ships it's uh, graded on a scale of one to a hundred. And most of these ships are getting 96s, 97s. I think uh, the Magic was a ni- got a 99, and the Wonder. 99, well, the yeah. Magic was a 99. The Wonder was a 97. And um, I mean, these are very detailed things. These reports are very technical as well. But you can take a look, and they can show you history of the outbreaks that have uh, that have occurred uh, over the last uh, so many years. 
and there's a number of suggestions there about uh, ways to you know help prevent uh, getting it and spreading it. So we uh, we certainly encourage everyone to go check that out if you're planning a cruise. It's a horrible way to spend your cruise. And uh, the best way to prevent it is if you're sick, don't board the ship. Don't board the ship. Absolutely. Absolutely, but you know you got a lot of people. Well, that's, that's pretty hard to do that. That's, you know, that's it's like I'll feel better tomorrow. I'll feel right, better exactly. after dinner. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, it's it, it's a common sense statement, but I think in reality, a lot of people would just be telling themselves, "No, I just had something to eat that disagreed with me." Yeah, that's what that I would say. I, you know, that I don't have Norwalk. I've got you know, I've got a little touch of food poisoning or a digestion. Three airborns, I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of times you can protect yourself. Uh, when you're flying down, that's a place where you can catch it also. And then you get on the cruise ship and you're just in an incubator. Yeah. Any place that has a large group right. of people. Any I mean, place. My wife Diana takes a hand sanitizer and she hand sanitizes you practically the whole seat. Well, me too, but <laughs> well, that's uh, one of the she suggestions. takes the whole seat and uh, wipe your hands, wipe the headrest, you know, don't use the blankets on the plane because those things can start it, and then you get on the ship and you're in an incubator. Yeah, they, they, one of the things the CDC suggests is the use of alcohol-based hand sanitizers. They say that's very effective. That is really more to prevent you from transmitting it to other people than it is to prevent you from getting it. Um, but uh, if everybody's washing their hands and, you know, basically yep. trying it, it helps it. That's sneezing on the buffet. Yeah, exactly. that's, a, that's, a, that's a top one. So I just wanted to make sure that we talked about that because it is in the news, and I just and I know that we have a lot of people on the site that are traveling uh, in December on a number of cruises, whether it's a 3, 4, 7, or one of the uh, one of the 10-day. Is it a 10 or 11-day that they're doing, they're doing the over 10, Christmas? Starting December 16th. Yeah, you know. I don't even want healthy people sneezing on the buffet, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad thing. <laughs> on a, a more pleasant topic, Disney... Just delivered. What's more pleasant than intestinal viruses? Well, uh, that's true. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, there's a story out in the Orlando Business Journal that uh, Disney and their 60,000 employees. Oh yeah, about the toys for tots. Yeah, 29,000 new toys for for the kids. That is wow. unbelievable. Wow. That's a lot of toys. Yeah, that's uh, going to uh, be really nice for the children who can't have. Right. Can't the, have. Uh, members of the Marine Corps Reserve are going to pick up the toys at the resort and deliver them to the children in the community. I just want to say that that's a lot. Twenty nine thousand toys. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. And, and that's, that's not just that's that's not just twenty nine thousand toys. That's hours and hours of volunteer yeah. work if, to collect you, them. And if you tell me that that's where the money for the decorations went, I'm real cool with decorations. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, so fortunately, we but, know that's yeah, not they the spent case. about sixteen hundred hours just yeah, let's collecting go with all these toys. <laughs> well, you, know, you know, just just fool me. Okay. <laughs> just humor no. me, okay? For the sake of the audience. Would you me. say sixteen hundred hours? Sixteen hundred oh. hours, that's and that's going to help out sixteen thousand families in the Orlando. Wow. Area. So that's, I just wanted to throw that in as a, a warm fuzzy. And this is, this is Disney's volunteers program, volunteers right. is what they call it. And they do tremendous, tremendous work in the local yeah, area. Yeah, they do. As they well do. as across the nation. They are fantastic. It's really a time to stop and thank anybody who volunteers anywhere. Right. right? Mm-hmm. It's really, you know, it's the right time of year to at least recognize the people who do volunteer their time. Does my work on the podcast count as volunteering? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is it that much of a chore, John? No, but I feel good about it. <laughs> <laughs> it gives me the warm fuzzies. He's not a all those dizzers out there who aren't getting their daily dose of us, you know. <laughs> I, I'm whole... jumping in here now. I have some rumors. Yay! All I was right. just going to come to you with rumors. rumors. I have some rumors. I'll start with the one I know. This one's not a big deal, though. 
They have added a third taxi stop at Pleasure Island. So water taxi stop. Water taxi stop. So if right, you want to go. working on that for a while. You can get to your hotels and the other parts of downtown Disney. That's a fact. That's up and ready to go. You can, uh, Pleasure Can't Island walk. now. Right. <laughs> right. If those $9 drinks got to you, <laughs> now you can take a water taxi. Uh, the next rumor. And now I have to preface this with these are rumors. I don't have verification on any but of them. But his track record is really, really good. My so. track record is good. Uh, the thing at, uh, where uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire is, what I was told is that it's going to be a ride similar to Men in Black based on Toy Story where you shoot at characters. And my response was, don't we already have one of those? Really? That's Buzz Lightyear. Well, yeah. I'm told this that's what this is going to be. And... That that's what's going to happen. It's going to open at the beginning of the year. It's going to be a shooting game, based on Toy Story. Like a a, a car ride, you ride in a car. Correct. And, you know. That's what I'm told. Don't know. That's all I've got on that. Like Wild West theme, like Woody. A toy Story. I, I, all I, I heard was Toy Story. Toy no, it's Toy Story. Pushing toy the story. characters. Pushing the Pixar characters. I'm sure there'll be a, a gift shop attached to it. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a good idea. My other th- uh, rumor is based on the DVC at the Contemporary. I have been told that they are going to either tear down or modify the North Garden Wing and make a replica of the A-frame tower for the DVC. No. Mm-hmm. Now, rumor, we know that the DVC is going into the Contemporary. That's I told a fact. You, I told you that a year ago. Yeah. More than a year ago, actually. Now it's a year and a half ago. What I mean, do you think it's going to be the same size as the A-frame and the monorail is going to go through it? No, I, I have heard nothing about the monorail. I can't imagine they're going to divert the monorail track. Deal no. or no deal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that's what I've heard. I, be- I heard it's going to be a replica of the A-frame. Wow. I didn't hear anything about the size. I can't believe they have enough space there to build another one that no, size. No, they don't. But it's going to be... But, you know, well, then that again, land. They, they do amazing things sometimes. They create land where land didn't exist exactly. before. So Now, that's rumor. I can't verify it. I can't tell you where I got it, but it's a rumor. That's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was pretty neat. That is very cool. Very cool. Good. So that's my knowledge for the time being. Well, Liz, I have a, um update. It's not a rumor, but... uh High school, school, yeah. High school musical pep rally is moving from the Magic Kingdom to the MGM. So oh, really? It's going to be a little trolley ride. Good. Then, you know, it's similar to how the explain uh, block- to people what a trolley ride is. Well, you know, they'll uh, they'll have the whole cast on this little trolley. Then they'll stop, do their little thing, and then move up a little bit, do their thing again. Similar to how Block Party bashes. Does anybody else think the shelf life on High School Musical is about 15 more minutes? <laughs> I just have to say that I have a feeling that there's someone out there who did this who is now just amazed at how successful yeah. it is. It was supposed to be just this silly yeah. toss-off yeah. Disney Channel movie, and it's become so well, popular. They've well, now licensed the live version of it for high schools to perform. Yeah. So it really is a high school musical. I tell you, all the little girls out there that yes. want to be cheerleaders, I, I watched a couple of the shows, and they're, they're loving it. i got to tell you, though, it's like wholesome and healthy. I would much rather watch have kids watching this than yeah. watching Britney Spears get out of her room. Well, sure. I, have a, I, mean, I have a nine-year-old sister. I've been hearing about high school musicals since before it came out, and even still now. She right, but it's, it's positive role. Isn't it nice? And it, it is really nice to see that something that positive role is models. positive is as successful as this has been. Disney I'll give does you that. a great job with their, in my opinion, with their programming. Things like Hannah Montana and That's So Raven. This one is not. This one's not 
in-your-face Disney, though, right. which I think is kind of cool about it. It's, I mean, it's not my cup of tea, but I'm considerably past that age. And they've oh, also yeah. they've also hit the mark with the tweeners. They've hit a, a yeah. market that's eluded them for a long time, and this really has... I, I mean, apparently it's cool, yes. which is a hard thing to do for that age group, to yeah. find something that's acceptably cool, you know, without yeah. being geeky. Exactly. So, exactly. So I think it's a positive thing. Oh, it is ab- absolutely. It is absolutely a positive thing. I just, I, I think that it's, I think, I, I just hope they don't overexpose it because it looks like that's what's starting to happen is that there's a, it's just every place you turn, it's high school musical. But for kids in that age group, overexposure is great because they, I mean, for years they're going to be, you know. Well, it's the Disney does the same thing when they put their movies back in the vault. Exactly. Every seven years they get a whole new crop of people. Right. Do you know what's coming out? The Fox and the Hound, too. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, Julie. I think you're the first person I've heard say it like that. (laughs) I wasn't even excited about The Fox and the Hound. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Fox and the Hound, too. Back to the kennel. (laughs) (laughs) What what could they possibly do? Spade and neutered. Oh man, that's wrong. That is just it's, that is just wrong. The Fox and the Hound has never been one of my um favorites. So. Oh, I love all the older ones. I, love yeah. I like the older ones too, but that's you just are never sick. You are sick, man. I hope they dust Walt off when I they go in I can't believe you don't like again. it when he says, "I'm a hound dog." <laughs> I like it when you say it. Is that <laughs> enough? <laughs> say. Oh, we, Can you do Kevin that again? was singing no. last week. We got Julie doing impersonation. Oh, oh my that. lord! God. Oh my goodness! I got a rumor. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, not a rumor. They're increasing the size of the theater for Turtle Talk over at the C Pavilion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Oh, the crowd! The crowd's been. It's tremendous. I guess they, if they were oh. closing the size of the theater, they Yeah, can. they closed down the section over on the, if, as you're going out the exit, it's on the left side. Mm-hmm. They closed that in, and that's going to be where the new Turtle Talk Theater is. Great. That's what I'm I'm sure told. this has been told or already been discussed, but the where the thing that's replacing Timekeeper, the comedy laugh floor, laugh show. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. It's it has to do with Monsters, that. Inc. Yeah. That's based on the tur- Turtle Talk um, technology. Technology. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of that word. Turtle talk technology. I can't even say it. <laughs> Turtle talk technology. They try to say our URL for Kevin. No, please stop. Uh, don't go there. <laughs> so I, I have that. Kevin holds the record of having to try and repeat the URL like seven times to get it right. <laughs> www. www.info.com. Yay. Yay. <laughs> we had to write that on a big card for him. <laughs> There's too many W's. But, uh, all right, well, let's, um, I, I do want to spend some time talking about some of the discounts. Now, we, we, we talked a few weeks ago about, uh, there would be a dearth of, uh, dearth airline discounts, and lo and behold, Airtran comes out with something pretty cool. Um, they've got some really great rates, uh, coming into Orlando, uh, but you've got to book it by, what is it, the? December 14th. But you have to book by the? The 18th. By the 18th, right. By the 18th. And you get, and, uh, I mean, great fares like, uh, Newark to Orlando round, tr- or one way, 70, or $89. Yeah. 79 from Boston, $69 one way from Chicago, and $129 one way from LAX. I mean, that's, I just got done flying, uh, into and out yeah. of LAX, and I paid, I paid more than that, so. Well, I just got another email, Peter, that's from Southwest, and here's their headline. High fares, Bah humbug. 
So, so Southwest is coming after it too. Ding. So you're free to move about the country. Right. <laughs> oh so, boy! <laughs> wow. Boy, that's a. I didn't even realize they were a sponsor. Yeah, really. <laughs> She has, like, commercial Tourette's. She never, <laughs> she never watches TV, ever. Yeah. Hey, you hear that all the time. Oh. Are these limited to certain Not times? if you're TiVoing past her commercials, you're not. You're really going to get her TiVo. Really? It's travel between December 14th if and I see com- If I see a commercial, I pause it until I can fast forward through it. <laughs> I would rather wait and watch nothing exactly. than watch Exactly. I get up, go to the bathroom, grab, grab something to drink. We have a commercial here in Orlando for Lexus, and I think they show it, oh, the Lex- Lexus car company. They show that commercial and that woman at least 12 times an hour. Yeah. Isn't there some kind of big sale or something on Lexus? Always. <laughs> it's like mattresses. Lexuses apparently are always on sale. <laughs> the biggest sale of the year. Now, what are you saying about Southwest? Southwest, uh, 14-day advance, book, uh, December 14th for travel uh, through May 10th. Wow. Travel through May 10th. Nice. So so th- there's some deals out there. So if you're thinking about Easter, which we're going to be talking about right after uh, the new year, actually, uh, we got a request from one of our, our listeners to uh, to talk about Easter in the beginning of the year. I think it's okay. a great idea. Yeah. So if you're thinking about being down here any time in the, in the fall or, or in the uh, spring or President's really Week next year, President's Week is coming uh, up. President's Week might be tough for travel. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sure. But that. you have to stop to start thinking about it yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Oh, if you start have now. It. Book now. If you haven't already, yeah, right. absolutely. And, and just to mention, if you're looking to come to the uh, by the end of December, grab your hotel rooms now because availability is really getting tight. We already see on property it's almost impossible. Yeah, Any yeah. Disney-owned and operated resort is going to be sold out. Your best bet is to go to off-property hotels, yep. go to the partners on uh, Dreams Unlimited Travel, the ones from the Diz. Um you're going to find – how about Swan Dolphin? They Swan Dolphin them. still has availability awesome. at the Dolphin. The Swan is, is sold, out. sold out. So it's getting tight there. Uh, Buena Vista Suites still has availability. Radisson has availability. Uh, Sheridan Vistana. So, yeah, so the off-property hotels, you have so some, there, you have some yeah. availability, but on-property, not so much. Yeah, but that's what's happening. I mean, it's it's – December's become very popular. I just have, I would feel remiss if I didn't add that if you are going to stay in one of the off-property hotels, chances are you're going to want to get a rental car. Mm-hmm. Those also sell out at the holidays. Yeah. It's difficult sometimes to get a rental car. So if you're thinking about doing it, make sure that all your ducks are in a row. Right. Or you can stay at one of the hotels that have a shuttle. Right. Yeah, so I just, just keep that in mind if that's or an you can issue. Just, you can just stay at John and Kevin's house. <laughs> they'll as drive long you as back you're willing to clean. Yeah, they'll drive you back and forth. We've been shuttling people around for the last two weeks. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is his dad, John's dad has been in town. So he's been, mm-hmm. he's been shuttling people back and forth to the parks all week. Been fun. <laughs> Oh, Pete, I have another discount. Um, it's, not a, it's not a new discount, but it's new to the Diz. We're offering oh, the, yeah. uh, the Universal, the uh, Unlimited. I love this deal. Un- unlimited ticket, all ages, eighty-five dollars, and you can go to it's a two two park, park hopper basically for seven consecutive days. You can go into both. To, you can go into both Universal parks for up to seven days, unlimited number of times, grand total, eighty-five dollars plus tax, and which that's is, all age groups. It's comes adults and children. Ninety dollars and fifty-three cents. That's incredible. Is yeah. a seven-day park hopper? Uh, that is only available through uh, travel agents. 
Wow. And on, it's online only. You're going to have a link so. for that? Yeah, we... We'll no, no, we're, sure. we're going to make people try yeah, to find it. Find it, <laughs> Is there a price? We'll use our search yeah. tool. Search your hot No, we will, uh, we're going to include links to all this stuff in, uh, in this week's show notes. Yeah, yeah, all the details are there. I mean, you can only get uh, it's a limit of six tickets per order. Um, and they can it's go pretty see, big. They can go see Grimm. And how are they? Uh, they can pick them up at the will call? Electronic pickup, yes. you know, at the front of the park. They, you go swipe the car- credit card you used and enter your uh, confirmation number and they bam, it's right there. That's easy. No charge. Wow. Yeah. So it, I mean, it's less it's less than the price of a one day Disney pass with Park Hopper. So it's yeah, that's I I was amazed when I heard that that so, price eighty five. So that's new to the Diz. That's new on the Diz. We're offering that. It's now, like eleven so. bucks a day. Yeah, twelve bucks a day. Yeah, if you well, go for one day, you get your money. Are there any blackout dates on that? No blackout dates. Wow. It so, also no. includes the um like City Walk, like free um free City Walk access. Um, to some all those really, clubs. Oh, I didn't but know not that. special ticketed events. Well, no, though, but, they never but yeah, but that includes all that too. Wow, well, not folks, bad. It's limited time only, so buy them now. It could end any time. <sighs> yep, we don't have a we don't we don't know exactly when. No, we don't okay. know. So, folks, if you plan on going to Universal on your next trip down, it's you're not going to beat that deal with a stick anywhere. Eighty five dollars, eighty five dollars per person for a seven day park hopper pass. Pretty good, pretty good. Hey. P- <laughs> yes, yes, Bob. <laughs> do we have time to offer a tip? We actually no. do, Bob. Okay. Are we on? Fifteen percent. Yeah. <laughs> Testing one, two, three. Okay. Uh, no, Bob. We're just sitting here making believe we're talking into microphones. I didn't know if you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm my joking delete with button. you. Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about is park hours uh, for the Magic Kingdom is from the 23rd right through the end of uh, the year. The park's open till midnight. Mm. Big crowds. Big, big crowds, but it gives you a lot more time. Like you can go back and catch a break and take a rest and like midday and then come back at night and see the lights and things. So from the 23rd on, the Magic Kingdom's open till midnight. On the 31st, it's open till 1 a.m. However, wow. something you'd have to tell people is that on days when that park sells out, and it can. Yeah. Don't leave the park don't to go home park. and back to right. back in your hotel yeah. and take a nap because you won't, you won't get that yeah. in. The 31st, 30th, 31st, especially New Year's Eve, uh, don't leave the park. Yeah, if, you haven't, if you've never been there when the park is full, they literally and do will let one person in as they let one person out. It's that it's monitored that tightly. So. Chris, Christmas Day, too. It, it, if you're going to take an extra pair of clothes, put it in a locker, get the locker early, and, uh, you know, just stay in the park. But... The other thing is, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party starts on the 24th. You can see that, I'm sorry, you can see that as you're going, you know, into the park where it was uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. It's well, it's, I mean, parade. it doesn't start on the 24th. It's been going on now for well, a couple weeks. Well, that's one of the show days. Yeah, but that's with the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. On the 24th, they start showing it twice a day. Oh. Oh, oh, During oh. the day right. is Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Parade. Oh, the parade. Okay. And the party's so, at night. And, yeah. And the parade is at 1230 and 3 o'clock. So they replace, uh, actually 330. Uh, they replace that the, bubble parade? The, yeah. The, well, it's not a bubble parade anymore. <laughs> they took, they the, took bubbles the bubbles off. off okay, and now used they call to be it the bubble parade. parade. Yeah. Non-bubble parade. They take that out and they put the... Yeah, it's called the Remember the Bubble Parade. Yeah, it's <laughs> time to remember your mortgage. Right, it's Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Parade. So, one of the good things I like about that is, you know, that parade is so hard to take photographs of, 
and you can you can see it during the day, and it it, it shows po- up yeah, a lot it better. Be, it should be seen during the day. It's yeah. a daytime parade. So I suggest doing the twelve thirty parade, and then later on going do the rides when the three thirty parade starts. Is my suggestion for those days from the twenty fourth through the end of the year. Great. And over at MGM, you got Fantasmics uh, showing three shows from. Uh, the 27th through the 31st, uh, 6.30, 8.30, and 10 p.m. So gives you a chance to take on one of the shows, probably the second or third show, and skip the first one and go do rides. I have a tip for that, Joe. Bring something to sit on. Yeah. Those benches get really cold. Mm. Throw those aluminum benches. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like sitting at a high school football game. Yep. <laughs> you have a blanket. And either. don't talk to anybody in your party for the entire day, so you have something to talk about while you're sitting and waiting for the show to start. <laughs> 6 a.m. for the... Even, even just a newspaper. If you bring a newspaper with you and put that on If you want to go see Fantasmic during those times, get in line now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't wait. Don't wait. For next year. <laughs> So that's that's it for it's me. It's a little quarter square mile of chaos. <laughs> All right, folks, that is going to do it for us this week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will be back next Tuesday with the next edition of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. Thanks very much for listening. Have a good week.